Welcome to the Birthful Podcast. I'm Adriana Lozada, and today we'll be talking about skin-to-skin. Skin-to-skin and kangaroo care can improve neurological development and health, lower stress and crying, help breastfeeding, reduce postpartum depression. The list seems to go on and on. How simple is it to do, and how long should you do it for? Sylvia Houston tells us more. Stay tuned. This episode of Birthful is brought to you by Ergo Baby, making sturdy, comfortable, easy-to-use, stylish baby carriers to help strengthen the bond between you and baby, provide comfort, and promote development. To find out more and support this podcast, go to birthful.com slash ergobaby. The Birthful Podcast, talking to maternity pros to inform your intuition. Hello, mamas and mamas-to-be. I want to thank you once again for all the love you're giving the show. And you have no idea how happy I get from your comments and suggestions. So I wanted to share some of those with you. For example, I recently got a message on the website from Rebecca. And she says, I have just discovered your podcast and have been devouring the episodes. Thank you so much for all the wonderful knowledge. At the end of the podcast, you ask what we would like to hear about. I was wondering if you would consider speaking with an expert about gestational diabetes and how birth and the few hours after birth might look. What are the risks, real risks, and how can a physiological labor be achieved when placed into this category, especially when levels have been just fine? So for Rebecca, first of all, thank you for sending that message. And for her and all of you out there, know that I am working on getting a birth pro to come and talk about gestational diabetes. And if you are listening and you have a topic that you're itching to know more about, use the contact form at birthful.com to let me know what that is, and I'll look into it. Um, Also, if you find this podcast useful, then why don't you leave me a review on iTunes about it? Like Mama2B316, who left a review recently about how she loves the range of topics we cover in the perspectives of the guests, and says the podcast is exactly what she needed at this point in her pregnancy. So again, I can't tell you how giddy these comments make me. So please, please, please keep them coming. I love it. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to go to the most useful and basic of all postpartum tools. I'm talking about skin to skin. My guest today is Sylvia Houston, and Sylvia has been championing the efforts for skin to skin and kangaroo care since 2001. She is certified by the United States Institute for Kangaroo Care and has served as skin to skin consultant and in-service instructor in birthing centers and hospitals across the globe. In an effort to help moms provide kangaroo care to their babies and after years of research, very in-depth research, Sylvia began developing garments for mothers to safely hold their infants in skin-to-skin contact to breastfeed and be hands-free. Whether it be during their hospital stay, the neonatal intensive care unit, also known as NICUs, or at home or even out and about. As such, her company is the only confirmed designer, manufacturer, and producer of skin-to-skin garments in the world. More recently, her knowledge and products have been instrumental in bringing the kangaroo mother care to Rwanda. Sylvia, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. Oh, yes. I'm glad to be here. So let's start from the beginning. Let's um, tell me about the benefits of of skin-to-skin. Like, why is it so important? What is the big deal? 
well, actually, uh, skin to skin, the baby is born actually with only uh, 20% of his mature brain in opposite of what a mammal would be uh, with his uh, that would get up and walk would be 80%. So there's a tremendous amount of development of the brain and synapses of the brains that occur, and the baby's greatest need is for its mother. And so studies have been done, uh, Ann Bigelow uh, has done two uh, studies that I, I focus on. She has a tremendous amount of studies, but um, that the baby that's called Still Face Studies, which was uh, Nova Scotia, Canada, 2007, um, she proved that a baby that was held six hours a day the first week of life and a minimum of two hours a day the second through the fourth week would be cooing and bidding its mother at three months in lieu of previous studies at seven months. And what we mean by cooing and bidding is that the baby would be in a little infant chair and how the baby would just copy you when you would say coo, 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 coo. But when you went still-faced and you didn't talk to the baby anymore, the baby would begin to cry because he wanted you to respond to him. This is what uh, the response she was speaking of. So it's four months neurological advancement for this baby if it has the um, interchange with its mother skin to skin. And skin to skin is upright, the baby in a diaper, upright between the mother's chest with both shoulders against the chest and head turned flat so that they get the full uh, impact of the skin to skin care. And then she does that six hours a day the first week of life and a minimum of two hours a day the second through the fourth week. This was what was proven by Ann. Then we also have a tremendous um, rate, and I don't know that I can uh, quote those rates exactly, but I think we have a rate of like 28% of the moms with postpartum depression. And we've proven, not only Ann has proven, but um, many researchers have proven that it decreases depression, postpartum depression, in a, a great amount. And forgive me that I do not know that exact number, but I think it's a, a different studies from different ones. But it brings a, a great decrease to uh, postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And so the... the there's the neurological development for for baby for sure and yes. the benefits of that you just mentioned of po- diminishing postpartum depression for moms and i yes. can see that being hand in hand because there's so tell me about the other benefits that it does for the baby because i know it's not just neurological neurological um benefits yeah yes yes well the prolactin receptors are set up in those first 3 days and um is so critical that that baby is with its mother. And, of course, it'll want to nurse for a, a long, long, long time, but that it is there next to its mother and everything is being built and established in place is is very large. And then it's the habitat for the baby. So when the baby is in its natural habitat, it will move to the breast and latch on to the breast at its own will Therefore, it will feed much easier. It doesn't cry. We have studies of hospitals. When they hold them skin to skin, it's at least 85% decrease in crying when the mothers hold the babies skin to skin. And the babies develop, and they just kind of learn to sync with their mothers. And what is um, 
produced when the mother holds the baby is the oxytocin. And the oxytocin is also called the love hormone. So it really comes forth and brings attachment for the mother to where um, if she was subject, and that also helps with the postpartum, but if she was subject to being a disconnect with her baby, this would, uh, uh, many times it would mend the pathway for mother and baby to connect uh, very strongly. Right. So um, say and, that yes. that a mom, you know, for any reason can't have immediate skin to skin, be it that you have a cesarean or that baby had some health issues or very premature that required some separation. This, you know, focusing on skin to skin afterwards, what you're saying is that that would help with the reattached oh. bonding of mom baby to sort of reset that? Oh, yes, and it stops the uh, bleeding. It'll, it'll stop the uh, bleeding for the mother, and it, it does all kind of, the benefits for the mother are off the chart, just as it is uh, for the baby. And then when the baby is born and it's held in skin to skin, you know, it's temperature and blood sugar, everything um, stays uh, regulated, and the baby is very content. And his, his mind, of course, the mind drives the body, so the um, the neurological benefits benefits the physiological baby also. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, so I wanted to do a podcast on what are the, the you know what's the big deal with skin to skin because I remember now my daughter's going to be eleven pretty soon, um, so it's been a while, but. This this concept of skin to skin is nothing new. It's been around, and you've been setting up for quite for quite some time. When I first yes. heard, um, when I was pregnant and ready to have my child, and I heard about skin to skin, and I heard people say, "Yeah, do immediate skin to skin, immediate skin to skin," but for some reason that wasn't registering in my brain as you know, actual skin to skin. I was just thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna hold my baby," or "Oh yeah," but. It's actual the benefit of, I know, I know, I don't know what I was thinking or why this wasn't registering in my head because I wasn't getting clear that skin to skin meant actual my skin to her skin next to each other or whoever was holding her. Um, and having, as you described, that position of baby upright, so upright in the sense of like aligned vertically with in between you know, her spine with your spine kind of thing, tummy to tummy. Um, it's hard to describe on, on over the airwaves and have yeah. that head so that you could, you know, up close to you so that you could actually even kiss it, right? That's like the distance that you want. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And actually the immunity is uh, increased dramatically The uh, between the hemoglobins that are produced by the skin to skin and the in the breast milk, the baby actually has a tremendous immunity as a result. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I wanted to do, to describe this because I found that I wasn't registering that it was, and not oh. just when baby comes out and she's put right to your chest, oh. you know, of have that yeah. immediate skin to skin. But like you said, to try to do it often throughout that first oh, week yeah. and the second week and the third week and so on, you know, how does this skin to skin 
um, once you're out of the hospital and back and you're in your at home, how does it yes. differentiate or compare with baby wearing? Uh, uh, well, the skin to skin provides uh, all the benefits, uh, and it's the first. If when you look at it, it's the first six weeks of life. You really want to hold the baby as much as possible. Um, skin to skin, it has a dose effect. Is the more you hold the baby, the more benefits you receive for you and the baby. And it's healing for the mother, and it's also uh, developmental for the baby, both physiologically and sociologically, um, for the baby. Is uh, is to hold uh, the infant for uh, really, you know, they talk about the. Uh, fourth trimester really is the first three months of life, and by the time they're um, two, you know, uh, two months or so, they just they begin to turn and and so forth. But still, that nurturing is very important. That first trimester, I kind I have a little story that is really very impacting, and I want to do a, a video actually of the little girl. Now she's six years old. But um, she was born, and the mom, it was kind of a uh, mixed-up situation with the dad. There was a separation, et cetera, and the mom uh, was back home with her mother, and she had that, they, she was a week late, and they said they had to take it, and they had to induce labor because they, she couldn't go any longer, so they induced labor. The baby wasn't ready to come, so they had to do a C-section, and the uh, young girl had a... Um, uh, an ulcer also. So I saw her about three weeks after he was born. It's actually one of uh, a close friend of mine's child, grandchild. And so she had a pacifier in her mouth. I said, what are you doing with that thing stuck in her mouth? She said, oh, the doctor says she's so stingy and she's so fussy. She said um, that for me to give it to her. And I said, oh, you just come here with me. So I went and put some garments on her to hold her skin to skin. So she called me three days later, and she said, oh, Miss Sylvia, you're the most wonderful woman in the world. She said, all Peyton does is poop, eat, and sleep. I thoroughly enjoy her. And um, so uh, her mom was able to heal, and Peyton developed, and Peyton was one of the most unbelievable children you've ever seen. She thinks she's the, the greatest thing that ever hit, and she's now six years old, and if you just lined her up, with 10 other children, she would be outstanding. She's uh, in every way. She's overcome. So the reason I bring this story up, it was a setup for a, um, a hard uh, uh, time with mom and with her baby. But due to the skin-to-skin contact, the mother was able to heal both emotionally and physically, and so the baby was able to be nurtured. So instead of it being a bad outcome or a hard outcome for mother and for baby, it turned out to be a beautiful process. And a very they're very, very connected today, and the child is just off the chart. So that's kind of a long-term um, example of one of many, many, many stories I could tell you. But the it's the bonding and um, connection between the mother and the child, the child knows that it is very, very, very secure. Well, and it makes sense to me. I mean, we always talk about this fourth trimester, but before a baby comes out of, of the, the womb, during those yeah. nine months, it's, it's 
carried, you know, hand-free yeah. carrying, but it's yeah. jostled, it's tossled, it goes up and down and moves here and moves there and can always hear the heartbeat and it's kept yeah. warm. And so yeah. it makes sense to me, like when you were talking of sort of simulating that, because it's true, we're, I can't remember where I first heard this, but the thought that, I think it was Diane Weisinger, um, that the reason we kind of come out at nine months is not is because of our brains are so big our heads got to the maximum size they could get but still be you know be able to come through our pelvis so we're very as, as a species like human mammals there we're not up and running we're very immature but it's because our brains are so big like we needed to get out because we can get that brain bigger so we've got to finish cooking to an extent on the outside um and i love the name of kangaroo care because it kind of puts you in that position of like wait baby's not completely ready yet i got a kangaroo this little cutie um for a few more months so you have seen with the research that it's extremely beneficial for all babies but also tell me more about how it makes a difference for premature babies oh well actually uh it's it's really critical uh, for the premature baby, um, the because the stress level is over 500 is the normal baby in an incubator, and it's uh, not to be in excess of uh, 150, and uh, the babies are just laying there with no nurturing. It's the touch. Uh, they've now actually come out with the um, that the breastfeeding is as nourishment but it's more nurturing than it is even nourishment it's that the, that we uh, need that physical touch but also for that um, like for the baby has been disrupted from his term birth and removed from that uterus and so if he can be put back on his mother's chest then it would return to many uh, with the heartbeat and the hearing her breathe and feeling her breathe and feeling her skin, then he would be restored. And we have the hospitals here in America, Grant Medical is one in Ohio, that they, they will lay the, uh, the baby's 26-weekers uh, on the mothers and, and do their examining after the baby is born. Because it's so critical, the mother is a much, much, much better incubator than an incubator uh, is. And for the baby to continue its development, they have even found at uh, Grant Medical, I heard the testimony of one mom that um, uh, came back to life. They've had 10 now moms that when the babies were placed on the mother's skin to skin, the mothers were diagnosed terminal no hope, and they placed the baby uh, on the mothers, and the mothers have totally recovered, 10 of them. Mm. So it's a tremendous process that goes on, still going on, but it's upright between the mother's breasts, skin to skin, to get the full benefits, it needs to be upright between the mother's breasts. 
it's uh, skin uh, nursing and holding the baby, nursing and the baby laying across you. That's good. But to get the full benefit is upright. Why is it that that it's so important for it to be upright? What's like? How is that difference from lying across your belly? Uh, well, because that is where all of your um, what they call um, gee, it's a uh, it's the powerhouse of the mom. Basically, it's the uterus. It's where the baby was, and that's where all of the benefits come from. I apologize. I should know. Uh, that a little bit more, Dr. Luddington would be on to me. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't mean to was, put you uh, on the spot. I did not. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it is right there because that is where all the organs are, the vital organs, and that this is the powerhouse. This is where the baby was carried. This is where the baby was nurtured, and this is where it still remains there. With. Uh, being in between the breasts, like yes. straight up, so it's a bit higher than, but it's not so much in the uterus where it was. It's higher up. Yes, yes, it's the baby's. Actually, if the baby has its way, it's going to take and put his nose right between his mother's chest. And of course, we would say that's dangerous, but that's where the baby wants to be all the time, keeping his little head right between his mother's breast. And his body right up where he was when he was being carried. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to a good segue of when doing skin to skin, is what's, are there things we need to look out in terms of safety? Because I know with baby oh, yeah. wearing, some of that needs to happen. Oh, yes, very much so. Uh, you want to be upright with the baby's, both of the baby's shoulders on the mom's chest so that there's no air gap between there and that the head is turned sideways and laying flat against the mother's chest um, uh, for full safety, then have something, Dr. Uh, Lovington in two different uh, research articles recommends that you have something to hold the baby in position to where the baby's head, the baby has no control of his head, so have something to support the baby when it is upright. Uh, not only to prevent suffocation, but to prevent falls uh, when it is upright. And then when it moves to the breastfeeding position, we recommend the natural breastfeeding position with mother in a laid back position and the baby on the upper side of the breast with the nose in a sniffing position. Mm -hmm. So basically that you're able to see that baby is breathing and that yeah. the airways are kind of that, like the head's not all slumped up yes. but that they can breathe yes. um because really that's the that's the only thing that would be dangerous of course yes that's right that's correct everything else would be it's absolutely wonderful between mom and baby and the beautiful thing is that when the mom holds the baby skin to skin in the hospital and she snuggles it right up against her and she wraps whatever she has uh, as close as she can to hold the baby in position, preferably a wrap or whatever, uh, that no one will be trying to take her baby and pass it around the room. Well, right. Which causes extreme exposure, yes. And and that also causes overstimulation because if baby's moving yes. from one place to the other and then mom's not seeing the hunger cues or the sleepy yes. cues and then you're missing that. And I, I tell the doula moms that I, I, I work with all the time that, you know, you consider limiting 
the, the visiting hours at the at the hospital yes. or at the birthing center yes. because when a baby is passed around and overstimulated first you're not getting the the cues and the clues that baby is hungry so they tend to eat less and then also yes. they're not getting all that but the benefits from the skin to stay in snugly but they're also getting overstimulated so when and I lived it that the if there's tons of visitors during that day, that night, the baby's going to try to make up for it. And you will have a miserable, miserable stay. Oh. Yes, yes, that's right. And also, you know, for the premature is the milk production. And of course, uh, mother's milk is critical uh, for all babies, really, but particularly for the premature baby. But that when the mother holds the baby skin to skin, then her milk quantity and quality uh, increased dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you you just reminded me something else I was going to ask you about preemies. Yes. I know preemies, yes. depending on how early they are, their skin can be very delicate and sensitive and almost, yes. you know, it, it, sometimes they don't even want you to touch it because it's so yes. delicate it can come, like, peel off almost yes. how yes. does that come into play with the skin to skin does it depend on the prematurity of the baby what have you seen well now what i do know is that there's now they have developed um some type uh, material that can go between the mother and the baby when the baby's skin is not fully developed i think it's um, somewhere around 26 weeks that it's um developed begins to develop enough to for the mom to be able to hold it but i think previous to that that it, it would be a question um but to my understanding there is something developed that does help um uh preserve the skin while the mother can still hold the baby skin to skin mm-hmm. so there really isn't i mean in general that's not so much of a concern with preemies um, you haven't seen it be much of an issue in terms of skin to skin with the how how early they are. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's just that you would have to position the baby and the mother and um, have everything that would be safe. And so it's it's a process of learning. Of course, what's so wonderful in Switzerland, they train the parents to do all the care of the baby, of the preemies. And um, they heart, they just have nurses watching over. So they teach the parents the care of it because uh, actually, of course, having a premature baby is, is a little frightening. Mm-hmm. But to see that you can handle it and that you can take care of your baby is, um, is very, very um, uh, healing to you. And um, so the mothers that can hold the babies and nurture the babies, then it brings them way ahead you know, way ahead in their care, and it helps with their anxiety. Now, last year, and excuse me, I don't remember her name uh, right off the bat, but um, they were March of Dimes um, posters uh, because of their baby was born at 26 weeks, and she was an acute nurse. And um, she said that once she, she had to really work to get them to let her hold them skin to skin, but once... She got her baby skin to skin that she said he became a human being. And she, she never left it again. Her mother was a lactation consultant, 
and her husband, so they did three eight-hour-a-day shifts to care for her baby. And uh, it was it was quite a dramatic story that she told. You know, and it's just the moms, a lot of times, um, the, the nurses are, are so um, cautious that they're afraid of the baby being extubated or whatever, that they're real cautious about letting the mother have it. But the mothers, if they just know that they stay persistent to hold their babies, because now the studies show that um, a minimum of 10 days reduction in stay, like if a baby was uh, scheduled to be in the hospital for 23 days, I mean approximate, uh, at his term of um, uh, prematurity, then uh, if she, the baby is held eight hours a day, skin to skin, that baby's stay will be reduced by at least 10 days. So a 23-day stay would be reduced to 13 days. And that's, you, wow, that's significant. You can see the, the benefits clearly yeah. of something as simple as actually holding this baby skin to skin. The yeah. comment that you were making um, with this mom and the March of Dime posters remind me another question. And another thing I wanted to point out is, you know, even if the mom can't do the skin to skin, you said the dad did skin to skin and there was the lactation consultant also. Like other caregivers yes. can get in on the action. Yes, yes, yes. Is yes. the benefit the same? I mean, obviously you don't have the the you're not you know encouraging breastfeeding and milk production through oxytocin if it's not the mom but otherwise is it pretty much is that the only thing that doesn't um compare well really I, if 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 it were my infant with what i know i would be there 24 hours a day because the, there's no one like the mother there's no one like the mother but in lieu of being in an incubator with nothing uh, the mom and the grand, it was the grandmom and the dad, they, they did the shifts. And um, so I don't know how long, uh, I have to go back to see exactly how long that time was, mm -hmm. but um, the mother is always the best. Oh, sure. But it's good to know that if the mom can't be the person, yes. there's still benefits from having the partner or, or some other family member or whoever, you know, to do some skin to skin just for the the health benefits to this baby. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's correct. Yeah, because yes. so here in the United States, it's, you were talking about having doing six hours a day for the first week and then two hours a, per day from week two to to week four, week six, here, week four. Uh, a minimum of two hours. That would be in the upright skin-to-skin -skin position. Now, of course, we that was the study that Ann did. Okay. Uh, that, that they had the results, but, of course, we want more than that. But that was the study. Because, you know, I know that lots of moms, like, and, and some of them have to go back to work, and some of them have, yes. like, different situations in life that arise that, that might be challenging to do. Um, yes, but now two hours wouldn't be challenging. I think that's why that the study was the way it was. Two hours a day, skin to skin. Now, if she could hold the baby an hour in the morning before she left to work and an hour when she got home, you know, upright between mm -hmm. her breasts, skin to skin.
Yeah. And this will certainly help with that fussy hour, the witching hour yes. at the end of the day. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> oh. Most definitely. Which I guess, and some like thinking, oh, I'm going to be carrying baby for hours on end. That sounds like so exhausting. But if if that is giving you a baby that is crying 80% less and is more content, and, and if you have something, a way to carry baby that gives you hands free, you can yes. do free hand free skin to skin, then you you can do other things and or, you know, you're not limited to just and then and the newborns are very portable. That's true. Newborns, yes. they fall asleep anywhere before those oh, yes. three, four months. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And easily they're, they're not that heavy. And uh, if you just have something to, to, to position them on you where you can be hands free, then you're you're good to go. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um I don't I think it, it it it's so simple but it can't be stressed enough on that we're talking not just a few hours at the hospital and not just a little stay but yeah. throughout that first few weeks. Um yeah. that fourth trimester because that's something that did not click with me. And oh. yeah, no, and this was, I mean, no, believe me that 11 years ago, I was a very different person and was not a doula and was not, it was just a mom. <laughs> yes. I wasn't in yes. the birth world. And if I knew now, um, if, if, if I knew then all the things that I know now, it would have been a lot different. But yeah, our baby was very, very colicky and very spitty uppy and, and very fussy. And we had a lot of things going on that I think... I my pieces would come together differently now, and I would certainly um, do a lot more skin to skin, and think skin to skin is just baby in a diaper and just my chest and cover us yes. up together, and then that's it. Yes, yeah, yes, that's right, that's right. And see, you're uh, holding the baby upright between your breast. Then the baby, it actually the movement when you move and he's jostled. It helps with his uh, intestines. Helps to uh, guy helps him digest his food better. Mm. So by holding him, him that way, it helps uh, to decrease the chances of colic. Then you know holding skin to skin uh, increases the duration of the breastfeeding and increases the success of breastfeeding uh, on long term basis. It establishes the prolactin receptors to where we would be able to do breastfeeding for six months or breastfeeding for a year, which would be the recommended uh, time, uh, minimum time for the full uh, benefits of all the breast milk and the skin to skin. Right, right. Recommended from for from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's six yes. months, if I remember correctly. Um, yes. And... Just as you were saying that, I was visualizing because I'm a very visual person. I could see the baby upright, and I had a little aha moment that also, if you're wearing your baby, carrying your baby this way, or, or just sitting doing laid back breastfeeding, skin to skin, just doing the skin to skin, baby's head is not on a flat surface. So you're you yeah. also have the benefit of lessening that flat head flat head syndrome oh, that we see yes, so often. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Uh, but once, like I had one young mother that I uh, was working with, and uh, she said, well, I realized in the hospital that he didn't cry when I held him skin to skin. 
And so, it, to me, it wasn't rocket science. If I hold him skin to skin, he won't cry, and he's happy. And so uh, that's kind of what's her momentum to holding him skin to skin a lot. And she said, all my friends have nightmare stories to call me about. And she said, all I'm telling you is just put that baby on you and you'll be done with all your problems. <laughs> it's kind of what were her thing, her um her consensus of holding the baby skin to skin, it came first. She said, I just didn't want him crying. And so I just put him on me and he didn't cry anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you find that this is, you know, just like breastfeeding in terms of whatever you can do of breastfeeding is better. So like if you breastfeed for a day is better than not breastfeeding at all. If you breastfeed oh, for yeah. a week is better than two days. You know, like it's incremental the more you do it. But even if you only do a tiny bit, you're still getting benefits. Do you find that this oh, is the yeah. case also for skin to skin? Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. And then the baby, you know, will eventually, he he's going to, want to turn around and then he's more active and it's not like you have to do it all the time but for his comfort level when he's six months old and even up to a year when they are sick or when they are um, uh, tired, uh, sleepy they they want that back that's what they desire is that closeness with uh, mom or dad and skin to skin Is many times they'll try to get into the blouse of where they can just get against the skin because mm-hmm. it's still so nurturing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I love it that it's an easy go-to, that it can be yeah. an easy, just just let me hug you. Let me bring you really close. Let me have you crawl yeah. up here <laughs> and yes. snuggle yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fabulous. Sylvia, yes. Thank you so, so much for sharing all your information. If listeners wanted to learn more about what you do, find out about these fabulous garments that you've created to help moms do more skin-to-skin, or just check out what you're up to, how can they do that? Oh, uh, just you can go to my website, preciousimagecreations.com, and you'll see testimonies, and you'll see research, Um and uh, information for moms, and then also go to our Facebook page, and you will also see a lot of information. Fantastic. Fantastic. Was there anything else in terms of skin-to-skin that we've left out that I don't know about that you do and you want to share? Um, I just uh, just want to encourage every mother to find out as much as she can about skin to skin. Uh, do the research and you just can type in skin to skin care and find out the difference that it will make in you and your baby's life. Because it's a bonding uh, with your baby that uh, it just brings it to another level. And I want every mother to experience the beauty and the closeness with her child that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Just keep that baby close. Sylvia, thank you so, so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. All right. Thank you.
Mamas, I love to hear from you. So share with me your thoughts. And if there's a certain topic you'd like to know more about, let me know. Stay in touch by following Birthful on Facebook or Twitter. And even better, become a part of the Birthful community by subscribing at birthful.com. You'll get access to exclusive goodies like the Birthful Mamas private group. I'm Adriana Lozada. Please join me next week when I'll be talking to another maternity pro to inform your intuition here at the Birthful Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.